0: Patsy, when you were living in Pinebarrow, describe your house. Now, if I remember correctly, and I'm certain that my mind is of pure clarity, all the houses were shaped like non-house things. It was all made out of pine, because pine is the superior building material. There was a pine shoe. I think it was a pine cranberry. I know all berries sort of look the same when it's made of pine. My house... Was a pine hole. A hole made entirely out of pine. It was gorgeous. Open air. The best skylight you could ever imagine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just one interesting little Mm. thing, Patsy. Every so often when you were, when you're sleeping or when you're talking to other people, you think of home and you think of a house with a few bedrooms. A chimney, house shaped, with windows. I how that work for a hole, but there were windows. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers Jolene and Cremora arrived at an island swarming with Klonkwonks. A fight broke out, which Cremora quelled but death saw through Jolene's excuse for being on the island, putting the duo in great peril. Meanwhile, Nime underestimated the border forest, as Patsy was abducted by a harpy. Thinking quickly, he knocked both himself and the harpy to the ground, leaving them stranded in the forest together. You come to lying on the ground uh, next to a very rattled harpy, A hearth, a fire, smoke from a chimney. I am well. Your babbling won't make me take any pity on you. Ah! Sorry. What did you do to me? What did you do to my sister? I'm trying to remember the old ways of architecture here. Like, it's a very, like, intense experience. You know, like, remembering the way things go together. In yourself, in your soul. You, you dig? Ah! Yeah, that's about right. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I don't care. So half the time I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm Patsy. Uh, who are you? Pah. Names of a you kind. Uh, well, I, I think I'm the human. Uh, I ain't much of a you kind. What's a you kind? You think you can get by with slick jokes? Um... I know I ain't much of a comedy, and It's a comedy wizard, I know. Sorry, I, like, I landed, like, straight on my head. I'm a bit frazzled. How's it you? You don't belong here. Well, I, was, I, I know it was, like, like a thousand or, I don't even know what time scale years ago, but, uh, that's where I belong. That's where I fell. That's where I was. Your soul. Is untethered. Like ours. Do you think you can just walk along with the rest of them? Are your souls untethered, too? Like, what? Does that mean that you're, like, a free traveler and amongst the world? Is that like a... Um... You mean you can't smell it? Um, I I can smell the gas that passed a bit while ago, but <laughs> I can't really smell, um, soul-tetheredness. <laughs> maybe you're not so much like us, after all. Well, maybe... You reek to us. We reek. Well, like, I haven't bathed in a while, and thank you for bringing it to my attention. It's just been a long travel. Like, things been cray here. I don't know, it's, uh, I guess it maybe easier by the air, but, uh, land ain't so, uh, easy going. I can't go to the air now. It broke my wing. Well, like, I could try and reset it. It'll hurt like any old thing, but, uh, eventually it'll reset. I think she kind of looks at you with a mix of curiosity and disgust when you present the idea of being able to actually help her. Can I yep. get you to roll Parley? All right, because I think that you see a look of intrigue on. Oh, okay. Charisma, my best stat of this character. Ah, uh, a voice like that. Yeah, like sweet, sweet nectar. Ah, uh, that's a seven. Okay, so on a seven, um, they need some sort of proof that you'll hold up your end of the bargain. I've got, like, wads of cloth in my adventurous kit that usually uses bandages. Okay. You pull out a a wad of bandages that counts as one use of your adventurous gear? Yep. I think she, like, looks at you very suspiciously but lets you come closer. So I, I look at the wing. Does it look like, like it's been, like, snapped to the point or is it just, like... Just sort of not really, like, like, it's been like a tear of a ligament or something, or there's, there's actual cuts and stuff. You wonder, actually, by looking at it, whether it might only might just be dislocated. Okay. Well, here goes nothing. Also, I don't entirely know what I'm doing, and I just pop it in. Ah! <laughs> um, I think you'd, you'd do it. She howls in pain and starts flapping her arm wings, um, and suddenly takes flight again. Well, oh, shit, you really did it. Oh, yeah. Well, then that means I can take you again. Well, like, this is a bit circular. I like a good scrap as any other merc does, but when it's the same rules of engagement, it kinda gets stale for all parties involved. Well, then, let's just avoid the whole trouble then. You know you don't belong here. Why don't you just walk back with me? Well, to like, then. Until you death. I think you'll like it. It's the only place where lost souls like us fit in around here. I guess if there's a powder there. I mean, like, I'm supposed to go out the other side. I don't really know which ways to go. Um,
1: well, I'm not going to tell you.
0: Oh, yeah, I imagined as much as... <laughs> but hey, I mean, I'll go where you're going. This will be a fun shindig. So anyway, what's what's your name? Uh, okay, <laughs> so you start walking yep. I told you, I don't have a name I, I, I'm i just gonna call you uh Magops <laughs> Just as good as any other name Yeah A lot better than like a gahook or something <laughs> <laughs> What do they call you? If I remember correctly It's Patsy Maybe I am I a Patsy, say. I don't know Uh, huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a bit unsure of things Um but like... Patsy. Harpmagarp. I, I ain't no even sure if that's what I said the first time, but, uh... I don't remember either. It's pointless. Yeah. No one would ever name me. I'm just a shrieking mess. <laughs> aren't we all, though? Deep down, aren't we all just a shrieking mess? <laughs> ah. So you start to approach the den, and it's this large tree. Um, and just underlying the whole area... Is just, like, shrieks and screams hanging in the air. Getting close. You can tell by the noise. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a joking. Yeah, you're a joking. So, like, is it more like a no-name hoppers, or are we all like a mixed bag here? You seem more like a, a ghoul to me. I think that's what you'll be. <laughs> well, like, like a, a ghoul. A ghoul? You almost sound like a horse there. How dare you! I'd never be a dirty horse. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> ran those fuckers out of our evil forest. <laughs> yeah, horses kind of seem a bit uppity. Clippity clappity as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the uninformed, ghouls are. fleshy, shambling, unfulfilled masses. The ones here like mm. to. To mess with people really get in their heads. Sounds like you. There are others, of mm. course. You don't need to worry about that. Whatever state of life you're in right now will be gone soon. Uh, what? Just a distant, locked away memory like mine. Well, like I has things to do. Like this guy. <laughs> um, um, I think his name was Barry. No, I thought it was Barry's. I thought it was his Moss that was telling me, but it turns out his name's Barry moss <laughs> Oh, you knows him. Um, well, I guess this makes it easier. He, like, sense to me, uh, uh, you need to go do this thing, help these people, um, will this interrupt my, like, barry-time? Yes! Uh. Um, and you've arrived at the den so on the outside you can see there are nests where the harpies would live there are holes and tunnels leading under around the tree Um, and then on the tree there is a large hollow that you can't even see through and the harpy just says come through and we'll claim you (laughs) come Um, on I'll be honest here. You're, like, a real bad salesman. (laughs) Like, I don't really have a reason to go. Like, I could probably just head on my way. We can cause it all square. Like, I reset your wing and, like, stuff. Like, I don't want to harp on, sorry for the pun, I didn't actually intend that. Um, (laughs) She kind of jerks her head. uh, And you look behind you and there are these shambling figures sort of moaning in different tones that have emerged out of the woods behind you. I think that's why you listen, dear. Oh, no, I (laughs) guess I'll power walk away. (laughs) (laughs) I think Harps McGarp swings up into the air and goes to try and, like, with her hind legs and flapping in the air, tries to pull you through the hollow. God damn the song and dance. Well, we know how this goes. And I'm just going to try and grab the legs, and just... I'm gonna try and plant me a uh, dumbass tree. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, can you roll hack and slash for me? Yep. Um, Eight ten. Shoot, you do yep. it. That's 6 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, I think you smash her against the ground um, mm. and get free of her grip. Um, she's still sort of wriggling and writhing on the ground, trying to get Back up. And the the ghouls behind you, when you look back, they're much closer than you would expect them to be given their pace. Ah uh, it's one of those things, those uh auditory illusions. I guess uh I'll go one step further and just uh uh chase it, run divine Angel Dug's dirty. Yay. Key uh That's a five oh no that's an experience uh you try and run away but the what you thought was just a line behind you is more like a, a an all-encasing circle as more come out of the woodworks and you just get caught by this sort of large fleshy creature it's like humanoid in a sense but its face is stretched down to sort of like Maybe a quarter of its body is just mm. mouth. Um, and it grabs you with these bloated fingers and holds you into the air. And they sort of just mob around you and start walking you into the hollow. So, what I want to do is try and reach down, grab the bottom of the jaw, and like <laughs> lift it up and over. have it so it really obscures its face. Right. And then try and, like, tiptoe on the heads like it's a a nice little river dance. Okay, um, I do think that's, like, to fight Angel's strength to pull against the force of it. Yeah. And then the tiptoeing over their heads will be a separate thing if we get that. Yeah. Oh, no! no! Ah, that's two natural ones. (laughs) So, Patsy? Your ass is in that fucking hollow.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeet!
0: <laughs> uh, Signana. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time yep. you hear a voice in your ear saying The Night Court didn't send them. Destroy them. And you see the clonk-clonks buzzing with unease now. They know there's a ceasefire, but they're trying to work out what to do.
2: I will slowly walk in between the two parties talking to my Kwong mates and it's it's fine i know everyone involved <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just seems statistically unlikely jolene mm. and Kremora, all the clonkwongs start making buzzing strange foreign noises
3: why are they doing that
0: i have literally no idea I have a very large tome to study, but it has nothing to say about the leg orbs. What? You know, the leg orbs. The,
3: the, what? That's what me
0: and Vern have been calling them, the leg orbs. You mean the Clonk. <laughs> Clonqu- what sort of name is that?
3: <laughs> okay, well, you know what? We've been calling it the Clonkwonks, and when we... No, they're Iron walkers, at-
0: walkers, obviously. They're
3: not Iron Walkers. <laughs> you know, we already went over this. Meldus wanted to call them Clonkwonks, so they called Clonkwonks. Yeah. Maldus oh, yes, the
0: God I've who- heard of Meldus in my studies.
3: Yes, the one who created them.
0: Well,
4: death of the author, I think we can call them whatever we want, and I'm going to call them leg Orbs. Do you know, I legitimately didn't think it was possible that we could come up with a third option that was somehow worse, and yet here we are. <laughs> anyway, look, we're, this is all getting out of hand. Also, what's this big clonkwot
3: doing right in the middle of us? That's weird.
2: We're going to run up to Cremora, spikes out, to try and, like, grab onto the hands and do a ring a ring a rosie <laughs> Oh! Okay, okay, this is... But this very much looks threatening. Like, a... <laughs>
0: what's, Okay, what's this one doing? Oh that one's broken mm. I was about to destroy it.
3: But you do know that these leg walkers they're being piloted by leg g-
0: orbs leg- Oh leg, leg walkers, walkers. Was <laughs> Oh leg walkers I like that better. No I, I like leg orbs. okay well you call them leg orbs and I'll call them leg walkers
1: <laughs> uh,
3: no I got off track okay you do know they are being piloted by people.
2: And then the big one in between them will just totally point at the small one. <laughs> spikes down toward the small one. And
3: well,
2: then back dark. at uh, himself.
3: I think he's trying to say that I'm right.
2: Bob's up and down. I have a flash of inspiration and just sort of waves. try to do the waterville. So we're trying to land up on the two remaining spike legs while trying to throw out one arm and put one on the top of the orb. And then, as it kicks out a couple of times, will totally fall on its back
0: and then lay limp. <laughs> but there's a complication. Mm. The talking back and forth between the Klonkwonks has been getting more and more fierce. And you just start doing your dance mm. as full of fear. Four of them fire on your position. Can you please roll me Defy Danger Dexterity to do the vaudeville dance <laughs> in a way that also dodges all the attacks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a 10.
1: Yeah!
0: Cromora, all the Kwong are moving in unison. They chatter at the same time. They stop chattering at the same time. And even though only four of them all strike out, they all seem to be focused on this one in the middle. It starts this dance, this intricate dance, and it just, it rings something in your memory, something familiar. And then the beams come out of their eyes and strike into the sand as the dance completes. And when the sand clears... There is a clonk-wonk lying on its back, <laughs> feigning death.
4: No. <laughs> no, it, no. It, no, it literally, it actually can't be. It's like a clonk itself, then back up.
1: Was it dancing?
4: It was doing a very specific dance. What do you mean?
3: Um, hold on, the dance looked really familiar.
4: I just got to remember which one it was. I'd like to try and cast a spell, if that's at all possible.
0: Sure. I will warn you, though, at this point, uh, maybe half a dozen of the Klonkwonks are now charging inwards towards this one. So what spell did
4: you want to try and cast? I'd like to try and cast Contact Spirits. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine ten. Who would you like to contact the spirit? I would like to contact the spirit of Signana Kacklecast. <laughs> <laughs> you! <laughs> What does it look like? Like a laser goes over her head. She like, walks <laughs> over to the clonk walk and sort of puts a hand on it, and some of her tattoos light up slightly, and her eyes fill with black, as they do when she casts spells. Her head is thrown backwards, and she finds herself in a, like an empty space. So you find yourself in that space, and you try to pull the spirit
0: towards you, but just like when you tried to call forth the spirit of Benedict... And it was sealed in the in the sword. You feel now that this spirit is held somewhere, and you can feel where it is held directly under your hand.
4: You son of a! And she just collapses and just hugs the metal oh! ball, and then she hits it really hard. <laughs> you fucker!
3: <laughs> in the meantime, while the other Klong Kwongs are charging, I'm going to defend both of these two. Oh, oh fucking oh, god! Shoot.
0: <laughs> Primora, you do all this, you hug Signana, and then you hit him on the side. Signana, you hear a voice in your head say, I'm sorry, you know too much. Four lasers once again come in and strike off each of your legs. You are just a bull. I'll keep you alive now, because I want to know more about these people. Who are they, and how do you know them, and why are they here well frankly I don't know why they're here. I mean why are any of us here? Oh my. <laughs> why are you here? Okay then. Mm. Ask them. And Signana, you feel something sorta of tingle in you. Something begging you to speak again to the people near you. Uh is this thing
2: on? Signana? <laughs> <It's like>, <laughs> uh hi. Um hmm. run.
3: I <laughs> grab Primora's robe and just yank her away and start running. J-
4: Jolene, he's he's there.
3: Yeah, and he's telling us to run. Don't you trust him? I... Uh,
4: f- fuck. Fine. We'll save you, Signata. Remember, you're amazing and nothing can hurt you.
0: Can I get defy danger dexes from you as you try to get back?
3: I've got an 11.
0: Six. Jolene, you make it back fine and you get onto the boat. Cremora, one of the clonk wonks actually gets on your back and is about to land. Can I use my laser to take out whoever's aiming? Uh, oh,
1: God, no. no. That's a four.
0: That's a four. Cremora, you get pinned down. At the same time, Cassandra comes over with a hallowed look on her face. I never trusted you. She draws her sword, but she doesn't strike you. She sort of sweeps it in an arc near the boat and puts up a wall of light around the boat. You're not getting off this island. You're staying here.
4: Cassandra, we have form for saving the world, and if you think we're going to let you get in the way of us doing it again, then you are sorely, sorely mistaken. And I'm going to try and cast Dispel Magic. Okay, come on. Okay. Fuck you! Ah! Oh! No? So, five, that's six, seven, that's eight. I needed that to be a ten or a twelve, but that's okay. She, like, strains against the clonk wonk and her eyes become the sort of deep pools of blackness, and I think cracks start appearing in the barrier. And uh, choose a spell or magic effect in your presence, this spell rips it apart, and I think the barrier. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, it black
0: shatters. Yeah. It shatters like glass as you reach out your hand to do this the clonk wonk that's perched on your back just stabs into your hand, stabs it into the sand. Can I get your roll of 1d8 plus 3
4: damage? That's 4 damage. That's 4 damage minus... My armor, so that's two. Okay, but the thing is, for now your hand is pinned down, yeah. and
0: and the other one is sort of pinned behind you. You can't really cast anything, but maybe some of your cantrips right now.
3: I can get through now, right? Yes,
0: there's no wall in the way yeah. anymore.
3: Uh, I'm gonna put magic killer poison on Lenny.
0: Ooh, tasty! Nom, nom, nom.
3: Then I'm going to take a running leap off the boat and stab Lenny into the gap in her armor on uh, Cassandra. That's 5 plus 3, which is 8, plus 4, which is 12, plus 1, so 13.
0: You stab her through the neck, you pull it out, and then she kind of falls to the ground and looks up at you like, Why? I thought you were good.
3: I'll heal it. I'll... Oh, i can not heal it. You're killing my friends. Call them off, or I'll finish you off.
2: Nim...
0: Where we left you, you were lying on the ground, watching your friend get carried away, Uh, and then very briefly afterwards watching him fall out of the sky.
1: (laughs) Motherfucking- It was going to, like, pace back and forth a bit. I'm going to turn into a wind elemental, and I want to fly, like, above the trees and see if I can try and see where, in nearly said signana, where Patsy dropped. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, so first roll to become an elemental-
1: Eight, nine, ten.
0: Okay, you become a Windy Gal. uh, And now roll to Sun Realities as you scope out from the skies.
1: Eleven. What should I be on the lookout for?
0: You notice the ground isn't level, but it also doesn't rise in sort of natural hills and dips. Much like where you fell through that hole earlier, like where a hole just kind of appeared, you notice a lot of the terrain around you is misshapen so there are bits that have spiked up or spiked down then you also notice one large footprint somewhere being a bit of an expert in the wild you've never actually seen one yourself but you think that this might be an elephant footprint but much larger than it should be fuck
1: yeah oh.
2: <laughs> also known as land whales
1: what here is useful or valuable to me I think you see, like, one
0: particularly large tree, and around the tree is actually slightly cleared. Like, in a couple of the branches, you can kind of actually see nests that have been made up, but they're actually large enough for a person.
1: What here is not what it appears to be? As you're up in the air, every so
0: often you do notice one of the trees move in a way that doesn't seem to be accounted for by the wind. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so so
0: those are your three questions
1: did i see where the harpy flew off to the other harpy
0: you didn't see where it landed you do feel like they would have been flying in the direction of the nest yeah okay um that that much you can surmise
1: Um, okay now that i know where the tree is i think i'm gonna go back down onto the ground Mm -hmm. and actually head that way on foot since i can't see through the canopy and i'm hoping that i'll run into them on the way
0: (laughs) i'm so tempted to bring back perilous journeys
1: (laughs) perilous journeys will be more fun for Mm -hmm. just one person i will say because there's automatically a whole bunch of failures I will get you to to roll a perilous journey Um, um,
0: where you have to choose essentially between do you care more about getting to your destination in in a linear and timely manner or do you care about getting the drop on any danger?
1: I think Nim is probably more focused on finding Patsy at this point.
0: Nine. Nine. Okay, so on a nine you do the job adequately. Um, Which means you are making good time. So basically what you're doing is you're just tracing this path between where you are and where the Harpy Den is. But then something steps out in front of you. Something glowing. It's an elephant. It is much smaller than you would expect. It's more like the size of you. And it is glowing and it is looking at you with intense eyes. And when you look behind you, there is a sheer cliff. You realize the way you had been walking, behind you, the ground had been receiving.
1: What the fuck? This fucking forest. Okay. <laughs> Hi, buddy. <sighs> hey, it's all right. I'm, I'm not here to hurt you or your forest. I'm just trying to find my friend. You feel something pulling inside you. Can you please roll wisdom for me?
0: Inside me? <laughs>
4: oh, it's a psychic elephant. Ah! <laughs>
0: Nine. For a moment, for just a flash you feel the greatest adversity to this being. You feel the feeling that you have when you're a bear. And you nearly lash out at it, but you just manage to control yourself. And you keep it together.
1: Whoa there! I don't know if that was you or the forest, but you know what? Even if it was you, I forgive you.
0: Bear soul. What are you doing
1: here? Uh, uh, what? This is my land. Oh. Ah! I'm, ju- I'm just trying to find my vessel.
0: You can't hide it from me.
1: I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to hide it. What do you mean? It's in you. What is?
0: I think it charges at you at this point, And with each step, it gets a little bit larger.
1: Oh, God. I think I want to stand my ground, actually, because I, I want to show it that I'm not threatening. Okay. I don't want to hurt it.
0: Can you roll me Defy Danger Constitution?
1: Uh, Eleven.
0: It rushes at you, and it connects with you, and then you have this flash of this moment that you are fighting it, but not you. You take your claw and you, like, sort of slide it along its face. uh, And it takes its horn and it sort of rams it into your hide. And then you flash back and it's through you and it's hovering over this abyss that it has made. (sighs) What? There is only room for one of us in this forest. And it is mine. Would my tattoos be glowing? They're shifting. They're, They're sharper at the moment.
1: Okay, I have no idea what's going on, but I assume it has something to do with the weird spirity shit that Cremora was talking about with Tweed. A free Tweed? Do you know Tweed? You buddies with Tweed? I think
0: that the spirit in front of you is no longer one elephant. It is a stampede what rushing I- towards you. And it looks more solid now than it did before. More capable of Physical harm.
1: (laughs) Okay, this time I will turn into uh, Wind Elemental, and I want to let them, like, pass through me.
0: Roll wisdom. Oh, wow! That's a 12. Oh, shit, I can't (laughs) do shit to you. You turn into air. You slide through the gaps between these beasts, um, and they sort of stampede... And spread out into the forest for now, but you don't feel their presence really let up.
1: I I'm sorry, but also like I did nothing wrong, so bye! And I'm gonna keep walking. But I think this time, if I'm doing another role, I'm gonna change to scout, and I'm gonna be looking right because I'm very curious about this elephant buddy. <laughs>
2: Oh, Oh, no! no. Oh, Oh, no, that's a
1: five.
0: You're definitely making a wrong turn. (laughs) Okay, so not only don't you get where you needed to go, but you also don't spot dangers. (laughs) Yeah. coming for you. You're walking along, and you see a clearing, and you're like, this clearing? That's got to be where I'm going. (laughs) And you get to the center of it, and from all sides... You're routed by these spiritual elephants, and they can join on one point, which is you. And you're not in the forest anymore. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, iCern300. Thank you so much for making what we do possible. This week's promo podcast is The Mortal Path. I've had the pleasure of playing with Yubi, the host of this great D&D podcast, during IPM, and I can confirm that they're a delightful person and a fellow NB Game Master. Here's the trailer.
3: You wake up cold and alone, a new power running through you.
0: Just call me Taro.
3: Oh, my name's Meredith, Mary Burrows.
0: You can call me Natalia.
3: We wish to offer you a pact. All you have to do is choose.
0: Don't... Hit my friend.
3: You're bigger than this now, but you can keep it because you made it. And when you make something, that matters.
0: Whenever he grabs Tarot's arm, Tarot does his best to like flex it a little <laughs> bit.
3: The Mortal Path is a fifth edition DD podcast with goofs and plot galore. Head on over to themortalpath.com to subscribe on your podcast app of choice.